this podcast kind of being in episode 52. It's almost a year at this point. 52 weeks in a year, 52 podcasts, but we doubled up like one of these weeks or two of these weeks. So couple the numbers are a little bit the up. holidays. Those holiday episodes, I think we doubled up. So it's actually one, I think, that puts us but either way. Ahead of the ahead of the schedule there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but we we write on time nonetheless. Uh shit. I mean this week we gonna get back to the um to the music. We uh talked about the, the Dreezy and the uh Boogie last week. So we'll get back to that. But first back and foremost to the reviewing and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. But first and foremost, like we do uh most often. How was your week? What's going on? This week was trash for me. I um I ended up having to work overnight. So like my regular work shit was like my whole week's been thrown off. Yeah, that overnight shit. That that'll definitely I'm not built for that anymore. That's not something you can just throw in a random like in your throw in your schedule and get back to your life as you yeah, normally would. Because you're working overnight and I was leaving at like three in the morning, get home and try to force myself to sleep. From four Dude, to whenever, well, and I still got early regular, morning. Right? Yeah, I still got regular stuff to do. Like I gotta take the dog out, make sure he eats, make sure he gets a little walk in. So now, instead of me being asleep, I'm making sure he's good. And then, when I do fall asleep, I just wake back up because I'm not used to being asleep at that time. So yeah, my whole week's been trash. All mm. oh, that's thrown off. Working out at 10 a.m. And then trying to sleep and be, yeah, it's just been horrible. Because working out at 10 10 a.m. is the equivalent to working a full day and then going into the gym at 10 p.m. And then trying to come back and go back to sleep to get ready. It was just just a lot. Sounds like a lot. I can't relate, though. My week was, my week was, my week was okay. That's what's up. I'm glad one of our weeks went. Yeah, man. Went smoothly. I caught up on uh, Gotham, well, to an extent. Damn, I forgot all about Gotham. Season four on Netflix now. That was the the season that I hadn't watched because I I stopped watching it like in real time. Mm-hmm. But I was able to run through that season, so now I could watch this. This is the last season that's on TV now, so I could watch this season now if I really wanted to. What made that show pretty cool was that they never really give you Batman. He's getting there. Now. now, has he? Is it the same character playing him? Mm-hmm. Is it that old? He's old enough. He's he's starting to dabble into. I'm a I'm the function. Going, I'm the. Uh, they've started to use Ray the term Dark Knight. Uh wow. Rayshaw Ghoul has. Oh, he's here. He's in the. He was there. Damn. Well, I don't know if we. I don't know if y'all fought with Gotham, but we can get to that like later on in the podcast. But I watched that, and um, yeah, time kind of flew and. It's the start of Black History Month, so what's not to like about that? Fire. Uh, so I kind of want, I kind of want, uh, I guess hold it right there and, and talk about Black History Month a little bit. I right, well, go for it. So uh, where is this going? This is going. This is going where it should go. This is going to learning about your history, and I think we yeah. really, I think Here we, we really, really, really should dig in this year. You know what I mean? Lock in and lock in. So of course. Here we go. Schools. You know I mean, they want to teach you about. Martin Luther King Jr. Let's, okay. let's say the name right. Put respect on it. Not so much Malcolm X though. Like he was, he was too 
revolutionary to left kind of for for the school system to want to really. Well, talk that's because Malcolm was with his. He was by any means necessary. Yeah, he was militant. Um, they'll tell you about Rosa Parks. You know things that she did. I feel like you're about to go. They don't really talk about um. I don't know if they really talk about like a Marcus Garvey, if you will. Okay. Okay. But what I think we need to talk about, where we need to go, these are some black history facts that we really should dig into. Go for it. Like, who was the first person to say A.O.? I knew it. I knew it. Or like Naameen. Because that's important to the culture. Or this, this one right here, like this one, this person we need to know. Who the first person say freak the black? Like, because like, that 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 person right there, that person freak the black is an icon, and I'm sure they still living. That's an icon living. That gentleman was so you got well for um because some of our yeah, talk well, to the people. most of our listeners will know, but for those of you who don't know, you got to give them the. Do you want me to? Yeah, go with it. So basically. If I'm following you. You're following me. Uh, this is for those who smoke <laughs> black and milds. So you take it out the wrapper mm-hmm. and then you roll it in your hand. Mm-hmm. And that's to, what is it? To let out some of the... Uh, to loosen up the To loosen uh, up the, the tobacco. tobacco. Mm-hmm. And that is essentially freaking the black and mild. Well, you got it. You got to pull out gotta, the tobacco paper. Yeah, you got to pull out the yeah, the pull out the tobacco paper, mm-hmm. and then you freak the black. And, and that's mild. supposed to prevent you from getting cancer. <laughs> but black dynamite, you're still smoking tobacco, which is Big what causes tobacco. the cancer to begin with. But freaking the black is supposed to cut out like half of the cancer allegedly. But yeah, who said freak the black? Like that person, they were smoking blacks as they normally would, and they say, "Yo, we should, we should take this piece of paper out, and that's gonna make it more healthy." So and, and we're going to call it Freak in it. Freak the Black. Freak the Black. So that's... uh, I, I, That's your black history. That is silly, but I can see this being... This uh, I was going to say, I can see that being a reoccurring theme just on some some other show. Yeah, who say A.O.? That's wild. Who the first person but, say A.O.? Yeah, some of the stuff you just can't tie... I don't you know if you can tie it to one specific person. I don't know that you can, but that's freaking the Freaking the Black, I would, I would... I'm about 89 to 95% sure that was... Started by a black person somewhere. Even if so it's if not, you, that's the thing. Even if it's not a black person that, that but I wonder if created that's a these local things, thing. let me know. It could it could go by a different be, name. I was gonna say it are. could be something. So yeah, I've them. also heard Champ the Black too. I ain't never heard. That. I've always heard Freak the Black. Freak but the I'm, Black, Champ the Black. I'm pretty sure there are other yeah. terms for it in other uh, like cities. But like I, but we just this is just the start of it. We've only just begun. So they talk about Black History Month. I mean, so within that, every day is Black History Day. So do some do some every day to kind of further the culture. Yeah, cool. Learn more I'll, about um, the culture. I guess I'll, a little later in the show, remind me to shout out like uh, local Black business. Okay. I'm also on this that. show. On this on yeah this on this episode. episode and probably okay. every week, just shouting somebody out. So even though they may not necessarily reciprocate that same energy, I just I'm gonna give y'all some research, man. I just want to shout who, out local black businesses. Tell me who came up with Freak the Black. That's the that's the research assignment for this week. You know, I want to say you talked about um the Killer Mike joint, the Killer Mike when he trigger was warning. trigger warning in the episode where he was doing everything black. Mm-hmm. I, so I went back and I watched I watched a couple episodes. I, I kind of jumped around and mm-hmm. I fell asleep because I've been sleeping Working. like trash. Mm-hmm. But um, I watched that episode in its entirety. It took me about maybe three watches because I kept dozing off. Mm-hmm. But 
it was so cool to see like that one community where it was black people with black grown crops. Well, they were, you know, on the farm. Right. And how they were putting such a, not to get too uh, woke or too deep into it, but they were putting like a sense of pride into like ownership mm-hmm. and all that stuff and getting into how somewhere along the lines, it wasn't cool to like farm. It wasn't cool to own your own stuff. Like your your people's broke their neck to get this stuff. Because of that history behind it. Like so they you want to be attached to that right. same type of backbreaking labor, even though you're now getting paid for it or potentially own it. Right. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I wonder if like when you're in school, because they don't, like when I was coming come up to school, like they never mentioned like, you know, own it's a good look to own property. And mm-hmm. Oh, no. Nah, they, they, nah, they wasn't teaching that. Value that. It was more so go out, make money, get away from everything and don't look back and for a while that, that was always the thing get out the hood don't look back never come back and that was seems to be like a couple of people are shifting towards leave but give back so that others can get out well and, we talking kind of like about the the school system black history month all of that kind of tying together uh keller mike he just did an interview on a uh, famous radio station uh mm-hmm. morning show and was Going, That's where I was headed. Yeah, he was going against one of the hosts, uh, pretty much. Not going against them, but just Combat stating how... The, uh, yeah, like his way of thinking about the whole... And a lot of people feel this way about the private school to public school comparison. Or private school being better than public school just because it's private school that you're paying for. Maybe the classes are smaller. It's assumed that the the teaching is going to be better. The lessons are going to be more advanced. And, um, you know, he just had a different way of seeing that, different way of, of thinking. And do you have any thoughts on that? Um, So I'm, I'll am i be, like, I never did the private school thing. So you're a product of public school. Entirely. Product of public school. But I did have the opportunity to go to school in Baltimore, and then I spent some time in the south so two different school systems yeah so i was in two different systems so when i was down south the schools themselves were better in the sense that like it was nothing like what i was used to when i was here mm-hmm. like it might have been 28 to 30 of us in the class down there i think the max was maybe 20 mm-hmm. and while that's not a huge gap i immediately was like damn this classroom is bigger like we all got our own desks it was less cluttered I mean, it's like station set up where we can go and we got gerbils in the classroom and we have like their whole system was just set up different. Mm-hmm. And I don't know necessarily if it was because it was because um, when I was in school down in the South, it was a mainly I mean, the population was about 85 percent African-American, but actually it might have might have been low. It might have been like 60, 40. So, yeah, that's about right. But. Most of my teachers were white, whereas when I was here, I had more black teachers than I had white teachers. And it was as I got older. So I, I flip flopped. So I was down south for a little while, came back up north, went back down south. And then I actually like finished high school and all that stuff up here. And just on some like my science teacher down south, I'm not going to say homie's name, but mm-hmm. he was cool as I don't know what, but he just couldn't relate to like certain things so like I would 
you know, we would just have certain conversations and he would be blown away by how just stuff that's on a regular for me. He's like, yo, there's no way I would be able to do this or there's no way I could do that. And this is what you do. You deal with this every day. And I'm like, yeah, for the most part, it's just normal. Whereas when I was up north, like my basketball coat, black guy, like we could just kick it and talk. And he's like telling me, all right, well, this is how you move in those situations. So the different uh, lessons I guess I got from the teachers, it was better for me being around teachers I could relate to. So, mm-hmm. again, I don't know what the private school system is like because I was never in there. But I just feel like as long as you got the right people as long as you got a couple people that look like you that you can relate to and can relate to certain situations, it's a better look regardless of what system you're going to be in. Because you can have shitty teachers in private school and you can have some awesome teachers in public school and the difference just be money going into the program. So I don't really put a lot of uh, stock in private schools and all Yeah, that I shit. did both. Like, I was a part of private school and public school. I did a lot well not a lot i did a uh, private school or went to private school in my younger years like my quote-unquote formative years mm-hmm. and then i went to public school for high school and i ain't fuck with it quite frankly um that being the public school i mean the private school uh like just my classmates in general or just the people in that school, they were they were no better than what I assume a private school was. Like they were some of the baddest uh, kids that I knew. Like, cause I knew local, like I knew kids around my neighborhood that went to public school. No different as far as I guess behavior. If I'm judging and monitoring their behavior, right? Um, cause they came from the same type of neighborhoods. Like we all came from the same place. So just cause now we're all concentrated in this school that our parents are paying for, uh, it doesn't change us. It doesn't change how we're acting. And the, the lessons that we learned there, I don't assume them that they were any different. I mean, when I did go to public school, when I went to high school, um, I don't know whether it did or didn't help me in my time there, if I was maybe more focused, less, I don't know. I really don't know. Cause I didn't go to public school in my younger years, but I really, I'm not a person that says you should go to public school. I mean, you should go to private school. Yeah. Again, I I feel like it's, you, it, it comes down to, I think you're going to learn what you, what you're going to learn and how much you apply yourself. Because I mean, I had people that we went to school with. Well, not, we went to school cause we didn't go to school together, but you know, a couple people, that you could tell they took school serious. So they were going an extra mile. They were, you know, sticking around and joining all types of clubs and programs and doing debate teams and all this other stuff. And then they found themselves later on in life in some good situations. And I know people went to private school who just wanted to hustle and ended up, you know, trapping and doing their thing. And a lot of that just falls on the person and the kid, and then, you know, whatever's going on in the household. But like I said, just on some, even like with Black History Month, like when teachers are trying to deliver that, deliver the the curriculum, like mm-hmm. for a white teacher, it's going, I mean, if you're a white teacher and you're looking at a classroom full of black kids and you're telling them, yeah, you know, this is what it was, or you're showing roots or something like that, and then you got to cut the lights back on, everybody's looking at you, 
Like, fam, really? Like, that's just got to be a little awkward. You ever watch Roots? Uh, when I was younger. I've never watched it. You've never seen Roots? Nah. Now, Damn. my, um... It's, I mean, I don't... Uh, it's a tough watch because how it just gives you, you know, what was going on back then. Mm-hmm. And, like, certain stuff, like, seeing, like, the, the whips. Ah, now, when I was in private school, they took us on a field trip to go see Amistad. Wow. In the movies. That was interesting. But, yeah, like, that that type of stuff. Oh, man. That's just. I remember looking at my teachers, and my teachers looking at us like, They took shit. us on some interesting trips. They took us on a trip to, uh, I don't know what the place is called, but, like, the the waste management uh place i guess like, like where, a junkyard type thing no nah, like where all your toilet shit goes oh so like sewage yeah oh like, okay disgusting i can imagine probably didn't smell too good smell terrible and that shit probably got out of your clothes and all that it's oh my gosh there. i can't believe that so complete well i got somewhat related but while i was down south uh to heat up the houses the my pops used to have a kerosene heater and I never thought about this until the other day. I was having a conversation with uh somebody. We were just talking about how, you know, like wherever you're at, your environment, how the smell could be in your clothes and you not even know it because you're so used to it. So I need to find people that I went to high school with. And I'm going to just ask them, well, if y'all listening, did I smell like kerosene in high school? I mean, middle, yeah. <laughs> like fresh, my freshman year, I was down there for ninth and 10th grade. I went to uh, Central. If I smell like kerosene, let me know, because I was oblivious to it. Fresh as shit, and all my shit smell like kerosene. <laughs> smell like you was about to be lit. <laughs> literally. Literally. And that literally just, I mean, I was randomly thinking about that the other day, like, damn, I was in jerseys and fresh Air Force Ones. Smell like kerosene, Sm- potentially. Potentially smelling like Axe body spray and kerosene. And that's a wild-ass combo. Man. That might explain why Shorty ain't never really um. You ain't get that rhythm. Yeah, I mean, like that, the rhythm was there, but it was like that, you know what I mean, you ain't get that time you thought yeah. you should have got when you the phone. Some time. The phone conversations was crazy. Yeah, but then it was that like, was eh. it. I got like a couple, you, you smell good over the phone. <laughs> I got a couple more random thoughts. <laughs> Go for it. We so, here. fellas, this is for the fellas. Ladies can't relate to this. Not because I want to exclude you, but just because you can't. Urinal etiquette. So, <laughs> let's say it's a situation where it's, you know, three urinals in the bathroom. Oh, no. You're the first person. I mean, you, you first man on deck. Um, I'm going to just ask you, where, where what, what urinal do you use in that scenario? If I'm the first, per- first person, like nobody else is in Nobody's the bathroom, in I'm probably going to one of the outside. You go to one of the outside. Yeah, you never and go. You might, ladies, you might ask, why do you do that? Because then another person, the second person, they can use another one on the outside, and there's still that buffer zone in yeah. between. Now, if the third person comes in and there's two people at the other two urinals, that's fine. They can use that one in the middle. Like, right. Because they have and to go to the And some people will just wait. Yeah, it is what it is. But you don't go to the middle one Off because rip. then the next person now automatically has to be next to you. Don't be chatting with the person at the urinal. Fam. It's inappropriate. When you're at the urinal, it's like, I'm going to give it to you like this. Boom. Perfect metaphor. It's like you're taking a test. You can look up or down. <laughs> you cannot look left or right. You cannot talk to your neighbor. That shit is dead. You fail the test if you do those things. Yeah, like, don't... you're going to get pulled up, and you got to get out of here. Like, 
Now, does does that apply for the urinal next to the stall? So, there's a urinal, mm. and then everything else is stall. So, you pop off mm-hmm. at the urinal, and then somebody goes to the stall next to you. Mm-hmm. Does the conversation window Please. open there? Now, conversation with someone in As, the stall, egregious. <laughs> that person is clearly in the stall because they have... A lot of business they need to take care of. No, no, no. They're taking it's not stall business, but because oh, the urinal only was urinal. occupied, yeah, gotcha. they're in the. No, still don't talk. Yeah, I, I, I hate it. Don't talk in the bathroom if you have to talk at if the you sink. Have, at the sink, that's at it. At the sink, because we know everybody's done what they came to do. Nobody's yeah. has their stuff in their hands. Just at the sink. At the sink. But you then some people, hands. some people might say this is uh, I guess toxic. this might be a form of toxic behavior this is this is masculinity just, yeah that's it's it. just nutty like yeah. I, at work and that's where I, that's why that's I asked, where this shit takes place I was say, that's why i asked about the uh the urinal to stall ratio because i'll be at the urinal and somebody will come in behind me pause walking to the walking to the stall and i mean like at this point we we'll, you can hear what's going on and like oh man rough day of training today dup, 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 dup. and i'll just be like Right, come on, bro. Let's stop. Let's not do that. And I try to hold. I'll go to the sink and I start washing my hands. And then if you, if stall guy, meets me at the sink, I'll respond. Other than I'll just keep it moving. Don't talk to me. Yeah, so that's not a black history thing. That's just a yeah. That's just oh my god. Let's and, not do that. Let's not do that. For no the more. life of me, do not offer that. Mm, that's the bathroom wild, death. Bathroom death is the wildest. Homie tried, and I looked at him like, fam, you Definitely good? Definitely don't do that. And I'm like, ah, I get it. <laughs> like, yeah, get the, no. no bathroom dap. Since you mentioned dap, I'm going to go somewhere with that. You, we just, I'm just connecting the thoughts right here. So I came up with a name for something that people go through commonly when it comes to dap. So it might be a person that maybe you meet often, but you don't dap often. Or maybe somebody you're just meeting for the first time. And you have that awkward dap because you don't know what type of dap they going for. I'm calling that handshake roulette. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it can it can get cra- you might go for the you might be a grab the hand pull in type pause, mm-hmm. and that person just a they got the um what I heard it referred to as the the hand the handkerchief the <laughs> handkerchief hand that just slides off. You know what I mean? They don't really want to get. Too too functional with the the twisting of the fingers and the the pat on the back pause and the whole. So it's funny because there's there's a guy at my job that he does that, but he like has this weird. He like will grip your hand and then pull away on some wild shit. It's like fam, just you know that, and we keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And then there's a gentleman who does the um. Like you got the a lot of my homies do the the dap and then the mid grip and mm-hmm. then the, you know I mean? <laughs> like yeah that dap but some people don't keep it consistent so you find yourself like all right boom and then you're going into the handshake and you confused yeah it's like come on now the like, hand got to be adjusted and yeah, right it gets awkward for no reason so handshake keep, roulette I'm calling that have though. it have your uh and be consistent with your yeah dap. like. Just stick with what you know with that particular person. If it works out once, that's officially the handshake that you all do, because that's what that's what works for you guys. All right, a simple. I'm I'm always a fan of the simple palm grip, grip finger grip, and roll out, and that's it. That's enough. But I'm not mad at the palm shake then grip, because that's 
That's like that's like yeah, you might. I mean, that's love. That's right, official. Bet. That's that's you know official. Mean? And the hug dap. That's that's always, but that's like family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a quick thing. And, and boom, then, yeah. yeah. How you yeah. been? You good? That's what's up. Um, one more. Well, I got I got a couple. While we're here, random notes. Go ahead. Um, I'm always a fan of the showing you crazy love, like on some. Yo, how you been, man? I'm trying to get like you. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. all that banter back and forth. Mm-hmm. I'll literally sit for about a good thirty minutes before the conversation kick off with just exchanging those. Uh, what do they call them? I want to say idiosyncrasies, but that that ain't the word. Mm-hmm. Ah. Whatever you call those little exchanges or just going back and forth on some, man, if I had your... What was it? If I had your hand, I cut mine off. What was it? Um, What's the movie? Uh, Sorry to Bother You? I haven't seen it. There's a scene, and I'll, I'll show you that scene after, where they go back and forth with those type of compliments, I guess. Just showing love. And it's really um, passive-aggressive. <laughs> like but it's, it's it's real funny in the context of the movie so but yeah um yeah i like that too yeah like Always, I, you have to do that yeah i remember uh like on my wedding day me and my pops we had like a good three four minute exchange of just and i was on like he was clean so i'm like damn man who wedding is this is this mine or yours and hmm. then he rebuttal with something else and then we went back and forth and i was like yeah that's like yeah, that's that's, that's, yeah, how that's what's up be. that's how it's supposed to be yep uh shit all right let me go to let me get to the next one. Going out of business sales. I love them. So, what's crazy? Sorry you're going out of business, but I love the prices. I'm going to tell you what's crazy about it going out of business sale, right? <laughs> so, they going out of business because you wasn't in there shopping, buying shit, right? <laughs> but now that they're going out of business and the price is lower, you are, uh, you, now you want to go in there and shop. So, I got something to remedy that. Business owners, take heed. Listen to this. This is the part for you. Okay. Ever so often. Maybe once every three months, four months, you put up going to, going out of business signs, right? Boost your sales. You could you could put a little sale up. It don't gotta be nothing crazy. Put Just, a little cut on a price. Yeah, a little cut on the price. <laughs> going out of business, boom. <laughs> Influx of customers. You might think, oh, but this is false advertising. It, it's not though, because you may have gone out of business had they have not come to the store and bought all the shit that they bought. <laughs> so, they, so you good? Like so now like, you, Yo, get to, you get to stay we, open. We going out of business. Like I need y'all to come in. That's it. <laughs> so, so there you go. So that that advice is free. Think about that. Going out of business. So you, know, you Robert has said every day you don't come in my shop. Now I'm going out of business. Now, now you here. Now I need you to hear. Yep. And then y'all come through shop, yeah. and we back. We back. And now you you had a grand opening sale. Yep. You could do a grand opening sale. Yep. So, it don't gotta be the first day it's open. Nope. Just today it's a grand. Opening. It's a grand. This is this a grand opening. opening. Bigger than than the one on Monday. It was cool, <laughs> but on Tuesday, <laughs> it's a, it's this grand one's grand. Opening. It's grander. It's bigger. That's so, to piggyback. I had a uh, so. My old truck, I had the Just Married stickers on my truck. Okay. And, you know, when I was first married, it was, hey, I just got married. And then right. people were like, yo, you going to take the stickers off? I was like, nah, nah. I'm just married. And they were like, oh. but it looks like you just got married. It's like, no, I'm just married. Just married now. Yeah, yeah so now I'm just married. So like, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah I it like ain't that. nothing crazy going on. I'm just married. I like it. I like it. So, yeah, that, it's all about your, uh, you just got the advertisement, the signage. Yep. So one other random we note. We here. We here. This random. I just want to let you know how random this shit might be. Um, 
Bill Cosby. So, I heard, um, how we get here? Go ahead. Because it's random. That's, okay. that's why I said it's random. This isn't connecting anything else. So, I heard, not I heard as in somebody ran down and told me this <laughs> shit, but I read online that he's in jail, which we all know, for the, you know, the shit that he did. <laughs> or what he got, you know. <laughs> He's acting like Bill <laughs> And he's acting like uh, he flipped Huxtable. <laughs> right. So they said he's in there, um, you know, helping the prisoners because um, he doesn't trust the medical staff. And he thinks that his time on the Cosby show has given him the credentials and ability to help these people. So let me just uh, <laughs> let me just dissect that. Um, oh, man. So, for one, I don't know that this is true. I don't really believe this because this is crazy. But, you know, people do all types of stuff to pass time. Uh, so, let's go to the Cosby Show. So, on the Cosby Show, he was a, I believe it's called a, um, is it an optometrist? I can't, I couldn't uh, tell gyne- Not a gynecologist. He was a, um, he was a baby doctor, right? A pediatrician? I don't think he was a pediatrician. That's what a baby, no. and then a baby doctor? Uh, well, not a baby. <laughs> no. Nah. What do you call a baby doctor? Baby doctor, obstetrician. Okay. There we go. So he's an obstetrician, right? So he thinks that his time playing Heathcliff, Heathcliff Huxtable gave him the, the skills to be able to help these people in jail. He's in an all-male prison. None of them are pregnant. So even if he took the lessons that he learned from the Cosby show... What could he possibly be helping them with as a obstetrician that he played for the eight years or whatever he was right, on the college Because you're not delivering no babies. You're not delivering any babies. So that doesn't make sense. But they said he has taken like the um like his blanket or whatever or his sheet and used it as an apron uh to resemble like the coat or whatever that a, a doctor would like they said he in there on some wild shit. So hold your head, Bill. I don't know. I don't believe it, but if it's going on, then, you know. Then there's uh, a story pop up like he was getting slapped with chicken patties or something Chicken crazy. patties, hot dogs, fell downstairs. this shit? And all this shit's coming from BET. I've, I've seen all of these <laughs> stories from BET news. Like, I don't like to say companies and names and shit on the podcast, but BET, y'all got to relax. But I, while we're here. Okay. I do. I would like to see. The same way we hold uh, Grammys and Oscars, put that same love and value into the BET Awards. I know that kind of sounds nutty coming off of the fact that this is the same company or uh, network potentially reporting that Bill Cosby. Oh, what's dumb? <laughs> this Bill, BET News. Bill Cosby is. Heathcliff Hustable in jail. Yeah, wilding out. But, um,. Our awards, we got to hold them to a high regard. It's like the BT Awards, the Soul Train Awards. What was the crazy joint stuff? The Hip Hop Awards? Source Awards. No, it was like the uh, o- was it Ozone Awards. Ozone Awards. Uh, it was something crazy. Like, it was really, really, like, gutter hip hop. Yeah, Ozone. And folks was I just showing so. up and wilding out. Yeah. Now, maybe not that one. But shout out to the Ozone Awards. They Ozone, Source. Uh, Source Awards. Had the Vibe Awards at one point. Yeah. Um, just hold those to a higher regard. We got to hold our stuff to a higher regard. Higher standard as well. Yeah, higher standard on some don't don't show up for the Grammys and not show up for the BET Awards. I don't know if those are the ones that are connected, but hopefully my point's coming across. Yeah, I get it. 
But yeah, just wanted to speak on that. Shout out, Bill. Um, yeah, we can get to the music on that note, though. Like, yeah, I feel like now, now that we can say, yeah, from the BET Awards to yeah. music, I didn't listen to Dreezy's project. Big Dreezy. But I'm a fan of her music, so I'll she probably. Can't tell. Yeah, you, that, yeah, that it. sounds oxymoronic. I ain't listen, but I'm a fan. I like her music, so I'll double back and really. All right, so let's start album. with. So I'll start there. Dreezy, Dreezy. Uh, I like Dreezy. Dreezy was snapping. Um, the name of the project was. And you gotta forgive me. There's so much stuff that comes out that I cannot remember. Oh, you're talking to the name. I've heard her. She she handles the business. Big Dreez. There you go. I was going to say, the title wasn't too crazy. And she started out snapping on uh, Chicken Noodle Soup. That's the first song on the album. Okay. And she was she was in the pocket going crazy on that. She got a song with uh, Jeremiah called Ecstasy That's Cool. Not that Ecstasy is cool, but the song itself was cool. I was going to say, that's a, that's a different energy from you. She got but, the song yeah. uh, Chanel Slides with Cash Doll. Um... I'm gonna give it a kind of kind of chills. I'm gonna give it a kind of chills. That's gonna be the first rating of the year for me. Hey, um, I should have. I did not uh, take a lyric from any albums this week. I'm gonna get back to that though. But I liked it. I liked the album. Uh, second album was Boogie, and that project was called what? We don't know because oh, we don't, we don't do the homework. Not a boogie I'll, with the hoogie. No, not not to be confused with a boogie with the hoodie. Everything's for sale. There you go. I liked it. West Coast. It was like a. But that's my West Coast bias. It was pretty cool though. It was like, g'd up, but it was conscious at the same yeah. time. I like the one of the joints. She was like, "Don't nobody want to hear this. Don't nobody want to hear that same old shit. Like we want to hear that ratchet shit." Da 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 da. My joint was Silent Ride. Which is the second song on the project. And that might just be because I find myself uh, just driving late. And it'd be silent. Silent ride home. You, you out late doing some shit you ain't got no business Not at doing. All. Take just your a silent ass, ride home. Take your wanna, ass home. Silent ride home. And I just bump that joint now. Out of sight, yeah. <laughs> out of mind, yeah. You know what I mean? Silent ride home. Yeah, so shout out to Boogie. Uh... Shout out to the West Coast. Shout out to Shady Records. Eminem had a, he a had way a, too many napkin verse. Yeah, he had yeah he had a verse on that. That man. that uh, he said something crazy, and I want to highlight it, but I I've heard it highlighted already, mm-hmm. so I don't want to say the same shit about the the shepherd. Yeah, come fuck on, what fam. You heard. Like a shepherd fucking his sheep. Fuck what you heard, or something like that. You so much nicer. Than I ain't like that, bro. I might be. I remember a while ago you were saying something to the likes of, "You don't want to hear Eminem rap anymore." I'm good on Eminem. I think he's reached that. What is the, what's the quote? You, either die a hero or live long enough to, to be become the villain. the villain. He's oh, he's definitely on that villain path. Yeah, Kamikaze was still cool though. I'll I'll shout out Kamikaze just while we're here, just to big up something his most recent work that was. Yeah, but that a those they, yeah that was a that was it was a hard listen and Boogie snapped on that though yeah Boogie snapped on pretty on everything though on this like it was yeah cool. homie's nice yeah I liked it um that was it though for this week just Dreezy and, and Boogie yeah I'm gonna go uh 
I mean, rating wise, kind of chills. I'll go kind of chills on that too. And yeah, for this week, it's gonna be light again. Like it ain't nothing. Nothing pops up. That's like, yo, y'all need to go listen to this joint. Where are you at with uh, Tory Lanes? And oh yeah, we can definitely talk that. It's like Tory Lanes Tor- versus it's Tory everybody. Lane, I was gonna say it's Tory Lanes versus everybody, and that's literally what I have in my. Uh, you on my on everybody. I didn't listen to the um to the Don Q response. Well, not the. I listened to the. I listened to the first Don Q joint. I didn't listen to Tory's response, nor did I listen to John Don Q's second response. Yeah, Tory punished him. He did. Well, he didn't. Tory got. I think Don Q, like, bars and just rapping, and he, he made a couple of threats in there. Mm-hmm. But Tory, like, really went and dug up some stuff, and then was, like, dropping. Like, all right, you did X, Y, and Z. You and Boogie Shadow. Uh, he said something like, you're never going to release an album. Something along the lines, like, you're never going to release an album. I don't know why I'm beefing with the one homie who has, who nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Like, you local, you barely popping in your city. Like, he did a lot of that, whereas Don Q was on some, you not out in these streets, I'll whip your ass when I see you, like, ex- that type of energy. But I heard I heard everything. So I heard the, I heard the original. Don Q was on some, I'm not joiner. Yeah, I heard that. You're not going to get it wet. Like, I'm really going to bury you. I'm at your neck. I'm going to go crazy. So I was hoping that he was actually going to, not, well, I was hoping he was going to actually, because I'm a Don Q fan. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, he going to get busy and really bump. And really, uh, body. He was really going body, uh, Tory on some. I'm really going to out rap you and get busy with you. Mm-hmm. And instead, he proceeded to kind of he jumped out the gate first, and then Tory came back and really had some energy for him. Like I said, I skipped over all that. I did hear the the dream doll. Did you hear her response? Because yeah, she was mentioned in the in the um, Tory response. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Tory responded that he faded her for a verse, mm-hmm. and he, that he was fucked the first night. And Don Q was on some loving her type, right? Woman. And then she came back on some. I can't even rock with you no more because I was actually feeling you. Yeah, and I gave it up on some I'm feeling you shit, but you a sucker because you put my name in it for no reason. Right, so you, what? She hit him with the beige. You had the Beijing All on the thighs. Cause yeah. Was wilding homie out. Yeah, she said some sh- and, and the shit was whack though. It was on, in my opinion, I'm sorry. It, it wasn't really, it wasn't, it was, it was. It was off the whoop it was your a, head beat. Right. It was a quick response, but she could have bodied the beat, but I've never listened to Shorty rap. So. That was my first time actually hearing that. That shit wasn't it. And the shit was something like, uh, put the pussy on your head or something. Yeah. Negative. And it was out of... It wasn't in the flow of the situation. The, it wasn't in the flow yeah. of the joint. So the, if she'd have done that and kept the same hook... The thought and, was there, but no. Yeah. It didn't work. The 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 idea was right. The execution was a little off. It yeah. could have been better. Yep. Definitely could have executed that way better than what she put out there. Way better. So, Shot for the cause. Yep. So with that in mind, uh, shit, that's it for the, for the. Yeah, no, that, no, no. Is that it? I keep cutting. Oh, let's get back. Let's stick with the Tory. Called out all of uh, Dreamville. He gonna get one. I get it because you gotta 
Like, you got to aim for the stars. Like, mm-hmm. aim for the... one. I don't know if Cole's going to actually jump in the ring. But I, it sounds like the homie. Uh, he said he's gonna. He, he's treating it like a like a tournament where he's gonna go through. All yeah, he's gonna run through everybody. All the underbosses just to get to him. Yeah, but he he also put out some shit on Twitter like they had a chance to go bar for bar with me and nobody jumped out there. My thing is, I don't think it'll even get that far. I don't think he could get past. He's not gonna get past JID. Yeah, or JID, JID or Jid, whatever his name. Yeah, because that that appears to be the 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 name that's like. Yeah, that's the first name there. JID the, said, "Look." He said, Cole got me out of my situation as far as he got me living good. I'm able to put out an album, able to make money so, yeah, off music. Not, ain't nobody getting Nobody's close fucking to with Cole. So, it's not even going to get that far, so you bugging. But in Tory's defense, a lot of people have... The the story is, oh, you body Joyner, but Joyner ain't really X, Y, and Z. He's a hip hopity rapity rap rap type cat. Mm-hmm. You won't mess with so-and-so. Because when, when Don... Because I didn't know him and Don Q had any... They didn't had any static, but from whatever that spawned, when I saw the Don, because the cover work is like Don Q holding Tory Lane's mm-hmm. head over the joint, and I'm like, oh shit! And me being a fan of Don Q, I'm like, damn, whatever he said, Don Gary go crazy. Yeah, that's just off Tory and saying. And it was on a, um, he's the best rapper in the game. And he was on um, Victory. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and oh, it, so Don Q's first joint is on the victory beat, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. Like he's talking up the beat. Yeah, the yeah, talk was I'm there. I'm not Joiner. It's really going, and the victory beat is building up, and then he finds a, like he finds a nice little wave on the beat. And he's killing it, and I mm-hmm. was like, all right, okay, Tory, how you gonna act? But Tory, I will say this: Tory might have cheated. What do you because do? Because Tory's response is over. Um, Oh shit! I haven't heard it, so I can't help you out. Tori's response is over Duppy. Okay. Oh yeah, I did. I heard. I did hear a portion. Yes. So okay. that to me is a cheat code. The beat's not that hard. Yeah, but it's just what it was behind. Like the what original. You was, when you first hear, it, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see. He how was you in go. pocket like Drake. He pretty much cut. He pretty much. Matter of fact, copy I did hear it because somebody. It. I did hear it because somebody sent it to me, and they was like, um. Do you think that's just how people in Toronto, Toronto sound, right. or is he really just on his cut-and-paste Drake shit? And then to Don Q's defense, in his second joint, he was like, I knew he was going to talk about Boogie, and then you went and pretty much made 5 a.m. in Calabasas, which is saying, like, you live in a Drake shadow, blah, 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 blah. But I don't, I don't know if Tory's going to respond again to Don mm-hmm. Q. I think he's just... Don Q was one of those names that jumped out, and people was like, all right, he's going to be the one to put an end to this. And it breaks my heart to say this because I, I rock with Don Q heavy. Tory, Tory got busy. The thing is, if he has enough verses and enough rap in him to go at all of these people, I'm going to respect him just off of that. Yeah. He, he's not going to be I like, the I like best the, rapper in the game just off that, no, but no, that'll no, mean no. that he... He can rap, and he's not even a rapper, so yeah. I guess that's the craziest he part. He can he can rap, I think, to be the quote unquote best rapper. That's when you get into like, can you make an album? Can you make a full rap album? Can you mm-hmm. make a full rap song? Because it's not easy to do battle rap, but if that's all you're focusing on, you're gonna have the one up versus a person who's like, all right, I have to rap, I have to make an album. I gotta make these I gotta commercial make commercial songs joints. To an 
And not saying that that's what Don Q has to do, but it seems like he's more focused on putting the mixtapes together and building up his um his fan catalog base. and his fan base. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of one of the things that Tory kind of he he oh my goodness. So he did he made a play on um I want to say it was Nicki Minaj that was like who who's Don Q? Oh yeah, because she definitely did that in the Flex interview. Yeah, that in that's how I think that's how the track starts. Well, last year rather it is. But then he had he said some shit like um. It's like one of, I guess, one of Don Q's homies had passed away, and Don Q released a mixtape like, "Yo, I'm, you know, this is in your memory. I'm gonna hold you down." And Tory was like, in Tory's response to him, he was like, "You said X Y Z about your man. He was gonna release this tape, and that shit flop. Woo woo. You let your people's down. You like he was really Adam. going at his neck. So, but Jr. Ryder responded. Yeah, that's nutty. It was hard though. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> JR Wright, they're nice. Yeah. But again, I don't think he's responding. I think. Nah, so that, that's that what dream, you got to be of a certain, the, yeah, certain I think, level. I think the Dreamville thing is really going to grow some legs. And I don't think you want to. I don't think now is the time to mess with Dreamville. I don't think there's ever a time necessarily. Yeah, because they're, they're all legit nice. And that's one of those. That's one of those crews where if you're not really familiar with everybody in there, you could go trying to pick on somebody. Not saying that that's what Tori's doing, mm-hmm. but you could potentially go try to pick on somebody and they be dead ass nice. But because you're not a heavy Dreamville hawk, like I'm not a Dreamville hawk. Mm-hmm. I know Cole, Boz, J.I.D., but it's other people within that circle that get busy. See, the thing is, they just finished the um the compilation album, so all right, so they, they got time. Yeah, I was gonna say, and they're all like they're rapping. I think this the bet. I think this might be the worst time to to do. Don't what, say what nothing doing. to the dream. But let yeah. them build. Let this but, let this project come out. But as a as a student of hip hop and a fan of hip hop, um, I'm here. I'll listen to it for sure. Yeah, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm 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 definitely for the the music side of things. Yeah, absolutely. That's all. That's all and, I'm here for. And Tori's making people. Well, he's not making people rap, but it's fun to see people go back and forth. And it's just be on some music. He's like, yo, we can still do it. Well, I don't know if he said that to Don Q. But he said it to the other artists. Like, yo, we can still do some work together. Yeah. We can still do music. Uh, that's blah, what he blah, said. Blah. That's what he said kind of the, the whole J. Cole thing was. He said he wants to do a track with J. Cole. And he said that he deserves to be named in those same circles as a J. Cole based upon his skill as well. So, we'll <laughs> see. I don't know if... I'm not saying he doesn't deserve that, but we'll see if he earns that respect and if if that's what happens. But uh, on top of that, um, let's get back to what we was talk- what I was talking about earlier. I guess Gotham, you mentioned uh, what's the homie's name? Roshan, Roshan, what what's Rachel Ghoul. Rachel Ghoul. Right. So he's made an appearance. Okay. Um. So he's actually the one that started talking to Bruce about, hey, I'm gonna do this, and this is gonna bring this out of you. You'll be the Dark Knight. As a result, and you know that just be what it is. I'm gonna burn this. I'm gonna burn this city down. The city's gonna need you to build it back up as the Dark Knight, and that'll just be like. That's gonna be your wave. Yeah, that that'll be your wave. Oh, that's cool. That's my gift to you. I mean, even though he's clearly like a I'm villain gonna, yeah, I'm gonna tear this whole shit apart. But yeah, you know I mean, once it, I have to break it so that we can build a stronger. Yep. Type. Then they showed the um development of the Joker. And oh wow! Yeah, and it, it for a while it was believed that it was going to be this one character, and it shifted to this whole other character unexpectedly. Um, so that was an interesting dynamic. And 
I want to say the Joker has like an origin film coming out later this. Well, there's an origin story, like a mation, a mation, a major motion picture mm. for the Joker played by a. I don't even want to get the homie's name wrong, but they're going to do a Joker origin story film where it's just the Joker okay. and how he becomes the Joker. That's cool. But that's one of those things where it just depends on which verse you, which universe you subscribe to because There's different. there are multiple ways that the Joker get start, got started. Gotcha. Which is crazy. Rest in peace to Heath Ledger because throughout his whole Joker performance, he kind of hints at it with the... Uh, the cuts on the yeah one. you know how I got these scar stories and mm-hmm. he just changes the story throughout the movie so that was pretty fire um, but yeah I might have to catch up on Gotham because if yeah. they're doing that, that season might be 5 fire. last season so that's it after this season you can just truly binge the series not to worry about ever watching in real time again um, the uh, oh I caught the the fire festival documentary the the Hulu one I I didn't I didn't double back. Yeah, so I watched the Hulu version, and was it any good? It was good. It was definitely What's good. Uh, it had a lot of the same people from the Netflix one. It didn't have um, the bull who was willing to risk it all for the water, so he wasn't Heavens. there. I guess once you tell that story once on camera, you don't really want to get into that again. <laughs> you don't want to be known for that, but he's known for that. Yeah, but I'm gonna keep it a buck. Thinking Please. about it. Thinking about it for who he was, uh-huh. <laughs> that wasn't that wild of a request. It's no different than, I guess, like if you're a, a heterosexual male. Fading like the old coworker. Yeah, and somebody comes to you and says, look, I need you to fade this female boss. Taking one for the team. Taking one for the team, and it's a female. And I think know. that's what they said in the joint. But, yeah, um, so, you know, in, oh, that, in that regard, it's no different, like. It's shout out to the wingmen who took one for the team. It's definitely disrespectful, nonetheless. And for the, do do the wing is it wing woman? Is oh. it or does wingman just apply to the role of the person? Or do you have to say wingman and wing woman? I've never heard of wing woman. I Me mean, neither. But yeah. I just wanted to ask because I don't want to. In, the, in these days to, and times, it's, it's, it's definitely a good idea to ask. And yeah, it's probably, you might wanna... as well just coin the term if it's not already been coined. All right, but yeah, to the friend that takes on. The quote-unquote ugly friend of the situation. We're all beautiful on the inside. Yeah. But, yeah. But, you know, sometimes you go out like... But the might... outside is what we see, so... Right. That's so, it might really be three matters. of y'all. That's what you get judged on. It's three. So, it might be three women and three dudes. Three women, like, all right. Two of the homies is cool. They, you know, everybody's divvying up. It's like, all right, well, who gonna take homie with the fitted that, you know what I mean, got the weird shirt on or whatever. Yeah. And then you got to take one for the team. Forget about it. But shout out to whoever that that person that takes one for the team. Good looking out. You're However, not, you're, you're not. You should not go unrecognized, and you should be applauded for your selflessness. With that being said, though, don't find yourself in that role repeated like over and over and over and over. Some people, and over some again. people might like that. That um. Oh, well, yeah. If that's your wave, some then people yeah, like do that your way. thing. That's less less work. Um, and the reward, while it may not, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Yeah. So, who's to say? Uh, so yeah, I caught that. And, shit, I mean, just to double back to the Black History Month, 
Nike, they they went ahead and started the process of nope. Let's backtrack. Um All Star Snubs. NBA. Oh. So they announced the reserves for the East and the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Um I sports, guess we, sports. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I guess we could get into that as far as just naming names. I'ma name names. Um so I'll start with the fact that they I'm not gonna say gave honorary spots, but they gave Wade and Dirk spots on yeah. the All Star team. And they didn't even say that they was retiring this year. Wade did. Dirk, Dirk didn't. didn't. So that and they was just weird made that trade for Luca. I mean, they just made the trade for uh Porzingis, so Dirk got even more incentive to stick around. So they pretty much retired his ass. <laughs> They're like, yo, they cut the wrap it up music on for Dirk. Yep, that's this is it for you. You've been getting money for far too long, sir. You got you got dip. Hang it up, Dirk. Uh, yeah, so that was definitely odd. Um, yeah, yeah, me. they just added him into the, like, nah, come on, man. And then you got Rudy Gobert, who was damn near in tears because he got snubbed. Luca got snubbed. Not only did he, but not, I think that's a, I think I just think that's an NBA thing. Like they don't want rookies in the All Star. It has to be because like, not you only got, was he you not a starter, your, which you got to pay your dues, which he deserved debatably. He was not a fucking reserve, which is crazy. But I'm gonna run through the. The, um, the roster. So the West, which is going to be mixed up ultimately because they still have to pick teams. The West with uh, LeBron James as the team captain. You have Kevin Durant, Paul George, Steph Curry, and James Harden as the starters. So no matter what happens, even when the picks get uh, take yeah, place, those are going to be the first four, people picked. Yeah, the other four are starting because LeBron is the captain. Yeah. Um, then you have Nikola Jokic, uh, Anthony Davis, who... Mm-hmm. Might actually be subbed out because of injury. We'll see. Um, you have LaMarcus Aldridge, Dame Lillard, Clay Thompson, Carl Anthony Towns, and Russell Westbrook. And on the East, you have Giannis Antetokounmpo as the, the uh, captain, captain, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, Joel Embiid, Kimball Walker. Those are the starters. Um, ben Simmons, Bradley Beal, Chris Middleton, Nikola Vucevic. Blake Griffin, Kyle Lowry, and Victor Oladipo. Call him Vucci, man. Uh, yep, Vucci, man. With uh, <laughs> Oladipo being injured, that spot has been given to D'Angelo Russell. And then once again, the honorary ads are uh, Dirk for the West and D-Wade for the East. So, oh, and then once again, the teams are still going to be selected by the team captains on the 7th of February, which is the trade deadline. And there's a lot of movement that can take place. And with the most recent, as you mentioned, trade taking place being that New York Knicks-Mavs trade with the two principal pieces being Dennis Smith Jr. going to the Knicks and uh, Kristaps Porzingis going to the Mavs. That's very interesting, even though um, Porzingis is still – more than likely not going to yeah. play this season. That still shapes up to, to be something interesting moving forward. But um, what do you think of snubs? I mean, I mentioned Luca, but anybody else you think? Oh, you said Gobert. Uh, Gobert, he, well, he was upset about being snubbed. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see it. I could see him being, because he's been balling out. Mm-hmm. Uh. Other than that, I can't really think of too many people I feel have been. I think they got it right for the most part. I know a lot of people are giving Clay flack for being there, um, but Clay been going ape shit these past couple games, so that's enough. Plus, I think the All Star game, 
back in the day, it used to be more of a uh, like a a badge of honor because you know you're you're one of the greater players. But when they started catering it to certain players, like when they was like, all right, well, we're only gonna have one center, and then it's you're a forward or a big man slot. Like, however, they decided to change the format so that more of the stars could be in the All Star game, which makes sense. It's become more of a popularity thing. So, like, flashier gameplay. Like, I want to see Clay pulling up and shooting wild threes, whereas a DeRozan, who has the mid-range and crank game, it might not be as appealing in an all-star format. Plus, a lot of the talent, like a lot of the superstars or the all-stars, quote-unquote, went to the Western Conference. So, you can only have so many people in. If all y'all go there and the majority of y'all play the same point guard, shooting guard, small forward positions – like, you're going to put yourself in a position to be snubbed because Braun's not going nowhere. Steph ain't going nowhere. Russ ain't going nowhere. KD ain't going nowhere. So that's four slots gone already on some all-star voting shit. I and like that's kind of why Luka got. But I think the Luka thing was more so they don't, like the NBA has like a rookies don't make the all-star game kind of. That's bullshit. But I would have liked to mantra. see DeRozan make the all-star game. Uh, just solely off the fact that he attempted to do a two-hand 360 in the Olympics in-game. So that was dope. But, uh, oh, we're here, NBA. No. Super Bowl's tomorrow. NFL, yeah. Super Bowl's tomorrow. So do you want to change your Super Bowl pick? No, I'm still sticking with the Rams. They've been talking big shit, though. Who you got winning the Super Bowl? The Rams. Who you got winning the Super Bowl? The Rams. So that's uh, that's yeah. Not even an inside joke, but that's from episode <laughs> one. The All Star Game. You asked me nine thousand times who you got winning, but you know what? This episode is really gonna come full circle on some how the first episode went down when it's all when we look back on it and when people hear it and they connect the dots. But that'd yeah. be cool if that's they kinda listen funny. to the first episode. But if you haven't listened to the first episode, don't go back and listen to it. Nah, listen to it. Because that's just the growth. Although at some point I might I might say, hey, let's just pull the first episode down. Cause I've thought about it. Yeah. Some people like it looks like that might be like some. Oh, get this shit the fuck right. out of here! Yeah. I'm not listening to this. That shit might be. So that in might the, just be a, in a vault. In the vault, and yeah. then we release it at like episode 100. And if you've heard it, you've heard it, and that's that. And if you haven't, then you won't. But uh, with that in mind, are you changing your your pick? You still going with the Pats? Nah, I'm um I'm st- I'm staying with my I'm staying with my pick. I'm going with the the Pats. I'm not going against Tom Brady. You're not going against again. Tom Brady. That was your pick. Okay. Nope. Oh, awards came off at NFL. Um, shout out to Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes, MVP. offensive player of the year, MVP. Uh, also Saquon Barkley, rookie of the year, or well, offensive rookie of the year. Um, who else won? Uh, let's see. So. Just happened today, so bear with me. Uh, no pun intended. But I feel like we all knew that Pat Mahomes was most likely to win the uh, MVP. And if he didn't, then I feel like there would have been something to talk about there. So he got 41 of the 50 votes, first place votes. Landslide victory. And there was much debate about whether it was going to be him or Drew Brees. And I don't think that was fair to Drew to get his hopes up if if that's what that did. Nah, Drew Drew lost it when they um they lost to Dallas. I think after the Dallas loss, that pretty much put a 
a monkey wrench in this whole MVP run. You had Coach of the Year, uh, which was Nagy from the Bears. Um, Shout out to Khalil Mack because that's where all that came from. Defensive Player of the Year uh, Aaron was Donald. Aaron Donald for mm-hmm. the second straight year, which makes him a part of an elite group that only includes himself, Lawrence Taylor, and J.J. Watt as back-to-back Defensive Player of the Years. So that's a very big company. Um, I wonder if history, when we look back, are we going to say J.J. Watt could have done, he had like maybe a couple hot seasons, like injuries and stuff like that, held him back from what he really, really could have been. Could have. Could be. Uh, you got Darius Leonard, defensive rookie of the year for the Colts. That's and what's up. Andrew Luck. Comeback player of the year, which that's right on the money because it was looking like his shit was in a crapper. <laughs> but he definitely came back and showed out this year, showed him proof. Um, you think they got it right with all those awards? Yeah, I ain't mad. Yeah, I right. thought I really did think that they were going to snub Pat Mahomes, though. But I think when Breeze took that L to Dallas early in the season, that kind of sealed the deal. Gotcha. But I felt like they were going to do, like, awesome. He's probably never going to play at this level again. Let's just give him the award. But for the most part, all that stuff sounds like they got it right. Never. Never, never, never. Um, I guess we could just wrap up with the sneakers. Sticking with the, the same Black History Month theme that we started with. A lot Some of Black History Month sneakers dropped. dropped. Fire. Them twos that we was talking about dropped. I thought it was going to drop on Saturday, so I was wrong with the date. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they dropped on actually the 1st of February, which is perfect because that's the start of Black History Month. So why not start Black yeah, History Nike, Month? With- Nike Let's tends see. to do a good job. Well, I won't say tends to do. They did a, de- they did a good job this year with their Black History Month collection. Mm-hmm. But they always keep something on top. Like usually the signature lines get Black History decal or mm-hmm. like the Black History uh, color blocking schemes. Like they give them a theme for LeBron and all those people. So just to run it down. Uh, Black History Month KDs, Black History Month Kyrie's, Black History Month Chuck Taylors. It's two pairs of those. Um, Black Not one his- pair. The black toe pair is crazy. Yeah, I like those a lot. Uh, black History Month um, Jordan Twos, Black History Month Jordan Ones. Was there black? Were there Black History Month uh, Paul Georges, or he's not there yet? Uh I don't know. He wore some, but I don't know if they've been released yet. Okay. Because KD also has a pair, but I don't know if they've dropped them on the site just yet or if they're going to they get released. I think they dropped. Okay. And Adidas did some nice shit. They dropped a pair of all-white sneakers <laughs> for Black History Month, which if you think about the history, it makes sense, but yeah, no, it's a fucked up joke. Come on, Adidas. Yeah. And Adidas has a history of doing some weirdo shit as far as uh, releasing sneakers with wild themes and thinking, hey, that'll be a good look. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Just heads up, don't do that. Yeah. Like, That's not nice. Don't Adidas, do that. Adidas, y'all got way too many um people in the building. To- yeah, creative people. Y'all launching commercial ads talking about the creatives and giving power. Yeah. Somebody somewhere was like, yo, no, this probably isn't the best idea. And then y'all still went with it. Like, nah, people, you know, this is this is This a good is what look. they want. It's not. And then the back cry. And it never will be. Or the backlash, rather, kicked off. And y'all, yeah, we, we see how this could be misconstrued. Yep, y'all pulled them. Shut up. Yeah, y'all, y'all crazy. Y'all just wanted to see how that would work out. Yep. 
See if you could get one over. Yep. Um, Shame on you, Adidas. Yeah, so I feel like Black History Month's off to a good start. Were we one, two days in? It's two days, man. I mean, you gotta start. You gotta start good to. Well, you don't have to start good to end good, but starting good um, makes it a little easier to end good. <laughs> well, we don't. Well, we shouldn't let it end though. We should keep this this energy rolling. Yeah. I mean, but we we've only technically been given a single yeah, month. This is kind of where like everybody goes above me on to celebrate the culture yeah. and celebrate our history, and I think, I mean, it's just a, it's it's a good time. It's a good times. It's fun. I like to see you know people posting facts about some of the lesser known uh, people who contributed to our like history. Who the black. Yeah, and then you got that that aspect. Yeah. So I, like, I'm actually looking forward to seeing what you come up with next week. Cause freaking the black, that's 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 high caliber. That's a moment in black history that needs to be you know told. Hmm? How was that? How was so that? that's gonna be a running theme. So I guess I'll I'll bring more of a historical, that's like historical. more of a, a more well known. You you want a more commercialized? Yeah, like I'll I'll bring the commercial. I'm gonna bring the underground history. Yeah, the underground. Yeah, see, that's the dynamic. Yep. That, that yin yang factor. Yep. Shit. I'm rolling with Talk it. Talk about the Yin Yang twins for Black History Month. Yeah. Ay, 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 ay. First wants to come to that to that to the rack with the whisper. Mmm. Whisper the whole track. Yep. There you Bad go. Folks going crazy off the whisper. That's a good way to end it. That's crazy. Yeah, that's it. That's right. Pyro's kind of banging episode fifty two. To jump off with Hey, how you doing, little mama? Let me whisper in your girl. Genius. Crazy. Genius. Tell you a little something you might like to hear. Mm-hmm. But that song might not play off uh, with the current temperature, but that's what you need to hit. Not, um, where, not where that ended up. Because you got loud on the one part. Yeah, if you still hear in the spirit of full transparency, okay. which is like, it's kind of like the end credits to a good Marvel movie. Like, if you stick around that to the end, scene. yeah, you get to hear like all of the. This is like where we. Ex- well, I'm just going to explain. So, go ahead. There's going to be a portion where you're going to hear us like. Kinda. We need to start recording. We really need to start recording this shit so that people can just see some of the silly shit that takes place while we're trying to record. But uh, <laughs> somebody walked in mid-show ready to party. and wanted to, <laughs> ready to party, ready to take shots and want to pour up. And um, as we're sipping this, uh, I don't want to shout the brand out because we don't have a sponsor. So mm-hmm. I'll call it... Uh, Actually, we shouldn't be drinking this in Black History. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> you want some Adidas shit with that. That's crazy to be drinking that during Black History you gotta drink, Month. You got to get the black. Yeah, you got to get the black for yeah. that. You can't be drinking, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, homie strolled in, so forgive us for that part. And then Buck was kind enough to join us during this episode, so you might hear him squeaking on this chew toy or drinking from his dog bowl so shout out to all my rockwaller fans the rockwaller community the rockwaller listeners buck was out here for you the rockwaller the rockwaller rockwaller (laughs) yo that song is fire too yep not from red crazy no hook just straight rockwaller on the beat and i'm just spitting bars yeah that beat was crazy but yeah i mean hey what can you do Another podcast next week. Another one next week. That's it. This podcast kind of banging episode 52. 52 is in the books. Done, signed, sealed, and delivered. Yep.